0: and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cat? adventure or a sinner as asavi or I think demented love the punishmenter can't be sure but one thing I do know is that the mission here to force to make it laugh so long that you'll be pissing on and get you flowing
1: hello everybody and welcome back to a talking cast the a talking cat podcast that nobody ever asked for I'm your host Dylan Reed Miller and with me today is Our guest, Martin Sand. Hi, Martin. Hi there. It's
2: episode seven. I think it's episode seven and we start at minute six.
1: Anyways, welcome to the show. We're so glad that you're here. We're going to have a great time with this minute. It's a little strange Mm -hmm. one, an awkward transition and uh, a lovely music cue. Um, So I think we should should jump into it. We should
2: get right to it. Um... So uh, when we left uh, our heroes last, uh, they were talking about um, maybe taking those trips together that they were talking about. But what trips? What trips? What What trips? What trips? Um, Uh, He he says it with such disgust. (laughs) Uh, He's such a
1: teenage boy. Good Lord. And so our intrepid heroes have moved on from trips. And now they're cooking. talking about cooking, cooking, Chris. Uh, the dad wants to engage some father, bo- father, son bonding time. Now that he's sold his company. Yeah,
2: Now that he sold uh, but the, the website, the code, all that tech stuff, right?
1: <laughs> the website and the code, but his son does not seem engaged. Dum, no, dum, he dum.
2: seems quite displeased with his father, son attention. He does not want him anywhere near his business. For now.
1: So the dad uh, brings Mm -hmm. up cooking and the son continues with his disinterest by telling him he has to go do homework and they should order a pizza instead.
2: Dismissed.
1: (laughs) And the dad looks so sad.
2: Crestfallen.
1: You can really feel you can really feel the emotion <laughs> yeah. radiating from the screen. He, he,
2: is, he is a mere husk of the man who just came in making car noises. Exuberant car noises.
1: <laughs> I am fascinated by their home decor, honestly. Like when we get this long shot of the sun walking. And so are they.
2: Uh, <laughs> they seem surprised every time they yeah. see their own uh, home.
1: Well, they apparently got a decorator, as we found out last episode.
2: But, oh my god,
1: in this long shot, we've got an alligator dragon with a hat. We've got
2: an uh-huh. elephant
1: that looks like it's holding up a table, but doesn't,
2: doesn't appear to do actually anything. serve any function because the table anything. has legs. Useless i can't useless. imagine you'd want to sit like, on
1: it i can't like, imagine like most
2: real elephants any use useless <laughs> a tree stump or some uh some huge huge uh wh- wh- what is that driftwood uh, wearing a
1: piece of driftwood in high heels red
2: vinyl pumps
1: and on some of the medium shots of the kid there's like something behind him that's like a wolf With some flowers in it or something. I can't even tell what it is. This whole home is just... It is... um, Wonderfully decorated. It is
2: fascinating.
1: Money well spent on that decorator. (laughs) For sure. I'm sorry. I'm so hung up on this. It's just amazing. There's like no theme or color scheme at all. Yeah. Rich people. I don't understand.
2: What's also great is uh, they have um, all this obviously... Very expensive stuff, but then they have like IKEA style um, picture frames on the wall with like uh, the Hollywood sign on it, and uh...
1: so then during this during this long shot with the weird decor, the dad just watches his son go up the spiral staircase.
2: Yes, not 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 even with any um, discernible emotion in his gaze, like "Oh, son, we used to be such pals," or like that little shit just nothing just um hey he sure is going up those stairs
1: the movie would have been a hundred times better if you just called him a little shit and kicked him out
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but
1: you don't want to bond with me you don't get to use my money and my
2: house anymore (laughs) Yes, but that would have been real human conflict. It's um, a fair
1: point. We can't <laughs> and, have any of uh, that. No, sir.
2: <laughs> you know, the kind of the kind of thing you um would actually want someone uh to maybe drop in and uh bring people together. No. Maybe a creature sent from uh heaven above or um mother nature or um wherever uh talking cats come from. Talking cats who can only talk to you once.
1: And speaking of talking cats, our very next shot is our our titular hero coming in through a sliding glass door.
2: To great fanfare. Uh,
1: Quite, quite. It doesn't really set up any context. I don't know where this door is. I assume it's in their house. But it looks a little more run down, and they live in a pretty fancy house, so I don't know.
2: Well, it sets up that um, the cat knows where they live.
1: Ooh, creepy. Stalker Cat, another better movie than the one that we are presented with.
2: <laughs> because um, they see the cat later on, and um, if they didn't have this shot, we would be like, Hey, wait a minute. Where, where how, how, the, how, how did Duffy get in here? I
1: thought that cat was in a forest.
2: Duffy, can you teleport? Are you a death elemental? Death
1: elemental cat. Another better movie.
2: <laughs> so much better. I
1: would watch death elemental cat. That sounds amazing.
2: Jason versus Duffy. Yes, definitely. Or Freddy versus Duffy. They both have claws.
1: Or Freddy versus Jason versus Duffy. Why just not throw it all in there? There is an external shot of the house and um, it got some nice palm trees out there.
2: Xanadu, stately home of uh, Phil, what's his name?
1: I'm surprised you remember their first names. I can't remember their first names. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the character coming up who has the greatest first name. But other than that. uh...
2: Yeah, I actually sat down and studied them. I wrote them down and uh, (laughs) looked at them repeatedly.
1: There will be a quiz on a talking cat later. Yeah. You better listen close, audience. Yes, then we get some music that, that yeah. Martin is providing for us now.
2: I have had that music stuck in my head all day.
1: As mentioned on previous episodes, the music in this movie sounds like it came from a open source website or someone's Casio keyboard.
2: Yes, no no, it's 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 definitely one of those uh royalty-free uh cds and um this might this might actually have been some kind of um art experiment like uh the person who uh the person who put the music in the movie did not listen to the music as he was editing
1: it's a guy and a company which uh, i assume the royalty-free website
2: (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) anyhow because because the music uh never fits the it's music that doesn't fit anything, if we're honest. No, it it's like what 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 kind of I mean, what kind of what kind of movie scene can you picture to the uh, to the uh, to these bars? What is maybe that? Maybe like what children what frolicking?
1: Is- I don't quite know.
2: Um yeah, maybe um, maybe someone doing their dishes and uh with a, with a creepy uh, plastered on smile no. like maybe some kind of stepford wife's situation or in a
1: in a biting critique of, of suburban america suburbia yeah.
2: yeah that is duffy's grand entrance next we have
1: chris 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 the son has uh on ascended to his bedroom and is doing something in a notebook i don't know what
2: Well, he's good at English. He's probably writing poems.
1: Writing some uh, love poems to our character that's coming up because he gets a phone call.
2: Franny. Franny.
1: Like I said, the only name I can remember from this movie because that's an amazing name. (laughs) His room is interesting too, isn't it? He's got those like cars in the background.
2: Yeah. (laughs) They match the car downstairs.
1: They match the car seat.
2: They do. They do. It's it's um he's he's a typical teenage boy. Lets his dad's decorator um decorate his own room and um just leaves it like it is.
1: You know, it's 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 nice and neat as teenage boys are are known to to be. And
2: yes, um especially uh teenage boys who um who are uh, extremely stressed out about their um heterosexual love interest
1: oh yes he's very heterosexual it's it's blindingly obvious he's just one of those bros you know
2: yeah he radiates it actually yeah i think um <laughs> like uh this is this is going to come up uh whenever he's on screen and um i actually think it's nice you can looking at the kid you can see he has never had to pass for straight for a day in his life and um I just think uh
1: Yeah, it's really great to be able to own who you are. Now listen, we here at a talking cast are entirely against stereotyping and against the idea that you can
0: <laughs> just look at
1: someone and know what their sexual orientation is because there's a broad spectrum and uh everyone just loves who they love and that's great. But this guy is
2: That is correct. This
1: guy is really gay, okay? He just is. <laughs> So yeah, so our, um, our intrepid hero Chris um, is um, on the phone to his love interest Franny.
2: Who is also totally into him.
1: So into him. And she apparently wants to know what class he's in, which suggests to me that yeah. they don't talk on a regular basis. But apparently there are also love interests, so...
2: You know, the reason could be that Chris both is and is not in Mr. Garvey's class.
1: As he so eloquently stutters out?
2: Yes, yes. So um, this character seems to have a... um, It it goes unacknowledged for the most part, but um, he does seem to have an element of quantum uncertainty about him.
1: Yes, yes. It's it's really... It's very... Deep and and deserves to be explored and it it will not be explored at all in this movie.
2: I think a talking cat too would have to up the ante.
1: A difficult task to do.
2: Duffy has like um a litter of little kitties with his um with a special cat in his life, and the kitties can all talk and they can talk like whenever. Like as much as they want.
1: What a bold new idea.
2: However, they can only speak in rhyme.
1: Well, we've come to the end of our minute, and so I think it's about time to wrap it up. (laughs) But thank you very much for being on the show.
2: Thank you for having me. This has been fun.
1: Of course. We hope you can come back soon.
2: Uh, Sure. I'd love to.
1: All right. Great. Goodbye, Martin. Goodbye, audience members. Bye. See you next time. (laughs) See ya. Thank you all very much for listening to this episode of A Talking Cast. If you enjoyed it and you want to stay up to date with our future episodes, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a talking cast, or follow us on Twitter at a talking cast. See you next time. It's a cast. Minute
2: by minute. That's what they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. It's
0: a that was episode seven of A Talking Cast. The A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for. Your host was Dylan Reed Miller, with guest host Martin Sand. Episode edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kovaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. Rest in peace, Daya Hernandez.